This Sunday's Gospel is one of the most popular, if not favorites, of many. According to the dictionary, prodigal simply means wastefully extravagant. I've always associated it with the repentant son, who selfishly and so recklessly squandered his inheritance, but later regretted for sinning and decided to return to his father. Then, there's the seemingly good son, who upon learning that his father readily forgave his wayward brother, even threw a feast for his return, became angry and refused to go in. Their merciful father had to come out and invited his older brother to come and join the feast. Look, this many years I have served you, never disobeyed your command, yet you never gave me a young goat that I might celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours came, who has devoured your property with prostitutes, you killed the fattened calf for him. Hmm, may hugot, di ba? Initially, you might say, Oo naman, deserve the older son. But yes, we find ourselves similar with the older brother too. When we feel entitled, entitled to be thanked, to be acknowledged, even to be given a feast or honor. One might conclude, eh, kung ganun lang pala si Papa, eh di mas masaya pala si younger son. Nagpakayaman, nagpakalulun sa karaniyaan, at nang ma- nawala na ito, balik lang sa ama, na napaka mahabagin, maunawain, magpaumanhin. Really? Think about it. The poor young boy learned it the hard way. He experienced what it was to have plenty and to have nothing at all. It was a time of famine so he had to find work and hard labor it was. Sent into the fields to feed what? Pigs! The gospel says, And he was longing to be fed with the pods that the pigs ate. And no one, no one, huh, gave him anything. When he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have more than enough bread? But I perish here with hunger. Na-experience niya ang gutom, yung walang-wala. Well, even his dignity is gone. In some commentaries, even the father was termed the prodigal father. In the gospel, it said the king ordered to bring out the best robe, the ring, and shoes, all symbols of his nobility. For this, my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. The father was also wastefully extravagant. Among all the three characters, who do you most identify with? What are some life lessons inspired from this gospel? Well, when we realize we have turned away from God, but humble ourselves before Him so we can be reunited again, we bring God immense joy and delight. 
because He will never turn away anyone who repents. I guess that's the difference between Peter and Judas who both betrayed Jesus during His last hours. Judas did not repent because he thought that his sin was so unforgivable, so great, and he did not believe that Jesus is capable of being compassionate and forgiving. Peter, on the other hand, acknowledged his sins, repented. Well, he ended up being appointed the rock for which Jesus built his church. Wow! Was it Bishop Byron who said, Every saint has a past. Every sinner has a future. Second lesson, Jesus invites us to imitate the Father in this parable. I've always visualized the Father anticipating the return of this Son, daily looking out, which maybe took years, maybe not just a few weeks or months. The verse says, But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. Alam nyo ba yung term na namumuti na ang mga mata sa kahihintay? That must have been the father's situation. He never gave up and believed that one day his son will come to his senses. Yun bang alam mong pinatawad na siya ng ama? kahit hindi pa siya umuwi para humingi ng tawad? So how can you feel the joy that this father had when finally from a distance he recognized his son? We too can experience the same gratification when we decide to lovingly forgive another. The last lesson, what about the older son? What does he teach us? Why do we do what we do for our spouses, our children, parents, our co-members in community, our office mates, classmates, even those in government? Naalala ko lang may isang pelikula where the woman asked her spouse, Mahal mo ba ako dahil kailangan mo ako? O kailangan mo ako dahil... Mahal mo ako. Sounds cheesy, but makes sense. Let's check our motives. Do we love God only because we need Him? Or do we need God because we truly love Him? Sinners that we are, someday it will be us needing forgiveness. And it's assuring to know that when we fail God, He will always welcome us back and remind us, My son, You are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. God's love is wastefully extravagant. Jesus even died for us. Let's hope, I really hope, we're worth it. Allow me to end these reflections with this prayer, the litany of humility. O Jesus, meek and humble of heart, hear me. And for every prayer, respond, deliver me, O Jesus. From the desire of being esteemed, deliver me, O Jesus. From the desire of being loved, deliver me, O Jesus. From the desire of being extolled, honored, praised, deliver me, 
O Jesus, from the desire of being preferred to others. Deliver me, O Jesus, from the desire of being consulted, approved, from the fear of being humiliated, from the fear of being despised. Deliver me, O Jesus, from the fear of suffering rebukes, from the fear of being calumniated, from the fear of being forgotten, from the fear of being ridiculed, from the fear of being wronged, from the fear of being suspected. Deliver me, O Jesus. For every prayer respond, Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it, that others may be loved more than I. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it, that others may be esteemed more than I. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it, that in the opinion of the world, others may increase and I may decrease. Jesus, grant me the, the grace to desire it, that others may be chosen I set aside, that others may be praised and I go unnoticed, that others may be preferred to me in everything, that others may become holier than I, provided that I may become as holy as I should. Amen. Amen.